This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, August the 11th, and... What a win! What a win from this Phillies team as it is it's like a totally different baseball team that we're watching here than we've watched the last few years. I believe in this team. They continue to to tell us we should believe in them. They continue to find ways to win games that in recent years they don't win. It is so impressive and so fun watching this Phillies team is last night another unexpected come from behind win against Sandy freaking Alcantara as they wait till the eighth and basically do literally nothing prior to then and then just find a way find a way with some big hits in an excited ballpark fans back at Citizens Bank Park the Phillies are 14 games above 500 14 games above 500 seven straight 12 of 13 for the first time since 2011 they've won 12 of 13 games for the first time since 2011 oh yeah 2011 we all remember what well, that's the last year of playoff baseball here in philadelphia um this team's good man <laughs> this is a good baseball we got a good officially a good baseball team, a very good baseball team, a team that is a playoff team, a team that, you know, assuming they get there, could even maybe do some freaking damage in the playoffs. They're good. And then we have Bryce Harper back. We're still waiting for Bryce Harper to return, and this team continues to surprise us in, in in the best of ways. They are the best team in baseball, one of the two best teams in baseball since June 1st, 41-19. and 19. Since June 1st, it is their best 60-game stretch. Since 2011, a lot of parallels to, you know, playoff Phillies teams for this group. Because, again, um, really a thriller. 
last night and and really been a thrilling season. And, you know, I, I was talking about it yesterday, but it's just so true when you watch this team now and you saw it last night when they come from behind, they take the lead and Sir Anthony shuts down and all that. There's just vibes there. Like there is, man, these guys like each other. These guys are pulling for each other. These guys are invested in each other. It's awesome. It's awesome. It is so foreign to our eyes with what we've seen the last 11 years. It is at no point felt like this. At no point has it felt this real. Now, look, we'll get into the standings and all that, but, you know, everyone else won last night too, (laughs) except the Giants are just free-falling. But, um, you know, it is going to come down to the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Padres, and the Phillies. And one of those teams is not going to make the playoffs with a very good record. You know, there's going to be in some 86 or more wins is going to miss the playoffs this year. It is. You know, at the pace they're going, it could be higher. We could have a 90-win team miss the playoffs at this pace. <laughs> Which is absolute insanity. But that's where we're at. Every single one of the teams that's in the playoffs right now in the National League is better than any of the American League Wild Cards record-wise. Like, handily. A couple games better. So... Um, it's definitely, you know, far from over, you know, they have to continue this, this run, continue to play good baseball, but they do hold the season series against the Brewers. They do hold the season series against the Cardinals. They do hold the season series against the Padres. Those are massive things. It is basically an extra game on those teams. So in a sense, they're three games ahead of the Brewers. They're two games ahead of the Padres. You know, they're one game ahead or two games ahead of the Cardinals who have the same record as the Padres. Um, you know that's 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 big. I mean, that's that's a big deal. That that that's certainly going to help this team when all said and done, or could help this team when all said and done. Regardless, the, the Phillies are they're doing it. You know, they're they're right in it, and it is it is scary that there are other teams so right in it. I don't love that. Obviously, I wish it were one of those years where you know we're just like, oh, look, the Phillies are going to make the playoffs, and I still think they are going to make the playoffs. But you know, it'd be nice if it wasn't such a um, going to be such a uh, a race to do so. But I, I do believe in this team, again, without Bryce Harper, the things that they have done, they're 10 games above 500 without Bryce Harper. I mean, that's it's insanity. It is, uh, it is as unexpected a thing as has happened to the Phillies in the last decade. I mean, just being good is unexpected, much less finding a way to do it without the guy who won the MVP the year before. It has been stunning. And this group deserves a lot of credit. Obviously, Rob Thompson deserves a lot of credit. Joe Girardi being gone deserves a lot of credit. Uh, but ultimately, like, you know, the, the way this team has come together over the last couple months, since June 1st, really since, you know, the firing of Girardi the day after that, it really, um, this team has really found something. You know, they've found a ethos, something that they all can believe in, that a fight and again, last night we see Kyle Schwarber get big hit after big hit and you know what that guy instilled early on in this team. I think has been so important. You know, we have not talked a ton about, you know, MVP candidates or this or that. And we just talked about, you know, Bryce Harper being the MVP last season. Like he won't get the credit he deserves for it. He won't win it, especially because he got a two twelve average. But Kyle Schwarber should be an MVP candidate. I honestly believe that. 
you know, with the, what this guy has meant for this team this year, on and off the field. We all remember him. You know that that the them being good coincided with Kyle Schwarber's June, right? And then the July continues, and you add the 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 production. I mean, Schwarber right now on the season is sitting with an 818 OPS, 34 home runs leading the National League, 69 RBI. I mean, he's going to end up having a, you know, 4,500 plus season. I mean, that's impressive. 71 runs scored. You know, he's having a um, a very nice statistical season. But when you're here and you add in all that this man has done for this franchise coming in from the moment he got here and saying, yeah, I make the playoffs. That's just what I do. I die every year. I, you know, that's what I do. I go to the playoffs. And instill that in this clubhouse to to instill the toast, to instill the culture. I just think it can't be underrated what a what a massive, massive, massive addition Kyle Schwarber has been this offseason and this season. And that I think he should be an MVP candidate. I, I really believe that. And uh, I know he won't get the same type of Votes that others will have better numbers, but from from being here on the inside and watching it, Kyle Schwarber is an MVP candidate in my mind. Dude has been just amazing for this team. Absolutely amazing. And again, was last night a three for four night for Schwarber as he came through with a couple massive hits for this team. And the Phillies, again, just find ways to win baseball games somehow, some way. Again, I'm like... I really, I thought they were going to lose. You know, it was the eighth inning. Sandy Alcantara's on the hill. He's dealing, you know? And and it wasn't even a, uh, it was, <laughs> you know, normally when I think the Phillies are going to lose, it's because they're the Phillies. Last night it was, a, well, they can't win every game, right? You know, like, they're going to lose. It's going to happen. Sandy Alcantara throwing a, a gem is as good a reason as any that I can see that you'll lose a baseball game. And, and then, they, then they still don't lose. And as soon as they started hitting in the eighth, I knew they were going to win. I knew it. I knew it. And I, I just, it's such a different feeling to have about a Philadelphia Phillies baseball team. Again, it feels foreign. It feels different. feels great. Don't get me wrong. We'll get into where they stand. And again, the um, the playoff all out. Let's look back at last night and then we'll look ahead as we go here. Um, again, just a uh, thrilling Thrilling win last night. The Phillies go down two nothing early. A run for the Marlins in the second. A run for the fourth. Cindergard. That was all he gave up. And and in all, not a bad night for Cindergard. Honestly, like looked very hittable early on, and you kind of figured it out. Six innings, six hits, two walks, two earned, four strikeouts. Um, a nice outing. Look, the Marlins are a horrible, horrible, horrible offensive baseball team. So, you know, we don't want to get too enamored with what he did last night, but it was nice to see. And, and uh, you know, as a lot of people were pointing out on Twitter, the Phillies are clearly already messing around with his pitch mix, you know, having him throw certain pitchers more, th- certain pitchers less. So it's going to be fascinating to see how the, you know, the Phillies development guys or the Phillies, you know, um, coaching guys take this and, and kind of change what he's doing and see if it's more effective. Certainly compared to the first outing, it was more effective last night. It goes six innings, two runs. So I will take that every single time. Even six innings, you know, he hasn't done that as much this year. So that was that was great to see. And the bullpen, for the most part, Brad Hand is great. But Lottie gives up a run. Um, and then we get Sir Anthony. But um, what happens? The six. It's 2-0. Uh, Marlon's ahead. Schwarber finally gets the fills on the board. Rips a double. 
to left field. Stadi comes around to score. It's two to one. We get to the eighth. As I mentioned, Andrew Bellotti runs into a little trouble, gives up a run. Three one to the ninth. Sandy Alcantara on the hill has been dealing. Dealing. He has been absolutely outstanding up until this point of the baseball game. And then the Phillies make some magic happen. Bryson Stott, who seems to get so many big hits for this team, gets on base. Or Segura gets on base. Bryson Stott gets on base. Brandon Marsh. Little single to center, little single to center, kind of nubs one up through the hole, scores a run. Kyle Schwarber steps to the plate, a chance to tie the game. Schwarby rips one to right for a, a single. It scores. Stop. Marsh to third. Now here, so three three. So we're tied. We're tied against Sandy Alcantara, just like that. It's like boom. Look at this. Look at this team. Look at these guys. First and third, no outs still. All right, we got this. Then, of course, man, uh, Brandon Marsh, you know, uh, scores the run but has a, a gaff on the bases as a line drive, not even a line drive, like a soft line drive to third. Um, Marsh just taking way too big a lead there. And, and you know, also you're on third base with no outs. You know, Marsh's instinct, the moment the ball is touched, should be to go back to third base. You know, like the moment the ball hits the bat, you are diving back to third base or moving back to third base. Marsh gets caught, um, you know, not on their base. Uh, the ball gets caught, thrown to third. He's out, barely. It was close, called safe, replay revealed. He was he was definitely out. And it was a mistake. It was a big mistake. Marsh made a mistake there. Got the big hit prior, but that was dumb base running. And you hope they, they will talk to him about it and all that and look, it happens. But... Um, in that instance, you know, you gotta, you gotta know baseball better, know that, you know, with no outs and you're on third, like get back to the base, big dog. But luckily double play still short on first base. Alec Baum comes up, boom, rips a single. All Baum does get hits this guy. So Baum and Schwarber on base to the plate steps. J.D. Real Muto, who's been... White Hot has somehow lifted his OPS around 800. His average is up to 268. My man has been raking. And JT finds a hole in the left side of the infield, gets it through. Schwarber barrels around four, three Phillies. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. As good as JT has been lately. And he's been great. He really has been great. Um... I still didn't expect him to come through in that spot. I was like, all right, we tied at 3-3. That's all I can ask for. And then JT finds a way, gets a little bingle, scores a run. Sir Anthony comes in, shuts it down, strikes him out, the last guy to end it, and the Phillies won 4-3. Again, stunning. They couldn't hit all night. They couldn't hit all night. It's funny, too, because... Um, Schwarber had the three hits, but then all the other hits that everyone got were in the inning. <laughs> so Alcantara comes in with giving up only hits to Schwarber, and then Segura, Stott, Marsh, Schwarber again, boom, JT, all get hits in the uh, in the eighth. It's wild. <laughs> it's just wild. They finally turned around that moment. Such a massive win for the Phil, 62 and 40 in the season. Strantley comes in and gets a save, so I, you know, I had thought Robertson was the dude when it came to Closing out games, um, 
Apparently not, right? I mean, it looks like it could be uh, Sir Anthony or at least both guys or more Sir Anthony, but um, it's been interesting to see the way that's been used. Maybe he just wanted to use Sir Anthony last night and he'll use Robertson tonight, today, who knows, 105 or today. Um, but whatever buttons Rob Thompson's been pushing, just keep pushing them, pal. Just keep on pushing them because it's working. It is working. As the Phillies, again, not just, you know, they're, they're winning games, but they're also... Um, you know, creating this kind of belief in themselves, this this winning culture, you know, which is something that has not been here for a long time, a long, long, long time. But it definitely feels like those guys last night felt like they believed they were going to win that baseball game, you know. And and when they did, when it in the moment as it was happening, they were locked in and they were ready for it and they were excited and it was fun. And that is that's just awesome like man did we miss that as Phillies fans how long has it been since you know we had a team that we didn't think was out of it and that's that's a hallmark of winning baseball teams we talk about so many things like if you're a good baseball team you're going to beat the teams you have to beat beat teams you're better than which is you know what the Phillies have been doing to their credit they've just won six straight against the Nationals and the Marlins that's exactly that and they better do that because they got the Pirates and all these games coming up, you know, they got a lot of winnable baseball games um, against bad teams coming up. But another thing that, that good teams do is good teams win games they're not supposed to. Good teams never are out of a game. Good teams believe they can win late in games, believe someone's going to come through, believe a rally's going to start. And this team feels like they're going, like they're like that now. And, and why wouldn't they be? I mean, think of all the evidence. I mean, just... Thinking about this season and, and the games they've won in those ways, I mean, you know, the Stott home run, you know, both games with the Stott home run, the Stott homer at home, the walk-off, the other Stott homer in the ninth, um, the the uh, hater game, the Veerling and, and Bohm homers. Um, last night, a week ago, we've just had so many of these type of, you know, thrilling come from behind, seemingly out of it, back in it type of wins, and it, you know, and then we've got four game sweeps this year. We're not blowing games. They've only got eleven blown saves this year, and I, five of them were by Familia. Of the players on the team, they had six blown saves. They had thirty four last year. They had the worst bullpen in in the history of the sport in twenty twenty. I mean, it just across the board, the things that have have terrified us the last few years are not playing out that way this year. And it's it's again it's it's. A combination of thrilling and um, almost surreal at this point. We've spent so long expecting this from them, expecting something from the Villies, and that's something to be disappointing or devastating or whatever. Um, and this year, this just hasn't been going that way as much. You know, it's really, it's going the other way. Things are good. Things are going good, you know, and, and that's, again, they're they're 20, 23 and 13 since Bryce Harper broke his hand. I mean, how hard to believe is that? They are 23 and 13. It's, it's again, it's stunning. There's really no other word for it, but stunning. It is absolutely stunning that this Phillies team has, has found ways to do what they do and to you know, continue in baseball games. I'm just, I'm so impressed. I'm so impressed with this Phillies team. It's so exciting. It's so fun to have a good baseball team. It's like, what a foreign concept here in Philadelphia. A real deal, legitimately great baseball team or legitimately good baseball team. It, it's it's crazy. Um, all right, let's look at the standings, being of which 
quick look around baseball. We haven't done that in a while. And with the Phillies, a, a playoff team right now, it is, you know, all relevant. The American League, uh, Yankees, uh, still out in front by 10 games, the American League East, but obviously have cooled off a, a ton. They are 2-8 and eight in their last 10. They've been playing some bad baseball um, as they were far out in front now. Uh, no longer the best record in baseball, the Dodgers, then the Mets, uh, and then even the Astros now tie with them for the best record in the American League. Um, but they are still way out in front, 10 games in the American League East, as Houston is way out in front, 10 and a half in the Central. And the Indians, excuse me, the Guardians, I should say, still not used to that. We'll get there. The Guardians, um, just says Cleveland on the standings, so my bad. Uh, Cleveland. A game up on Minnesota. Uh, that's surprising. And the White Sox, who are the overwhelming favorite to win the division, are two and a half back. So that's the best division race we have in the American League. Uh, National League, you know, similar where the, the Central at least has two teams, not three in it. And then the other divisions are, you know, pretty locked up. We can say that I think the Dodgers in their 16-game lead in the NL West, yeah, we can give it to them. Let's say they win it. They're 77-33. Unbelievable, the Dodgers. Um Phillies uh, obviously trail on the Mets by 10 games. The Braves seven games back of the Mets. The Mets looking pretty good in that division. Then the Cardinals and the Brewers, obviously a race that will influence the Phillies as well um, as the uh, Cardinals are uh, one game up on the Brewers as we switch over to the wild card standings. American League, uh, Toronto, Seattle, and uh, Tampa Bay and Baltimore tied for that last spot right now with Minnesota a game back and then uh, Chicago uh, two and a half back of that. But Right now, Toronto, Seattle, and Tampa Bay. So as of right now, both the Phillies and Seattle in the playoffs, those are the two teams, obviously, as we talked so many times, with the longest droughts. Of course, the Mariners longer than the Phillies. So Phillies better make the playoffs. Looks like the Mariners got a real shot, and they went out and got Castillo. He was great for them the other night and all that stuff. So that's an interesting one. But they are um, should be interesting. The National League, obviously, as we've talked about so many times, the Braves' first wild card team at 66-46. and 46. Just for reference sake, uh, Toronto, the first wildcard team in the American League, they are 60 and 50. Uh, and the Phillies are obviously 62 and 48. The Padres, 63 and 51. So every single team in the National League who's in the playoffs has a better record than all the wildcard teams in the American League. But the Braves uh, out in front, three up on the Phils for that first wildcard spot. The Phils are one game up on the Padres for that last wild guard spot and then another game up. So two up on the Brewers uh, and and two up, one up on the Cardinals who are one game above the Brewers for that central. Again, technically, uh, you know, one more game if you want to look at it that way because they have the tiebreaker against all three. That is that is pretty big that the three teams the Phillies are directly competing with for the playoffs, they have the tiebreaker against. I mean, that's it's notable. It is a notable thing. You know, that really, that is something that, uh, you know, could really help this team out down the stretch. Um, the uh, Cardinals and the Brewers have uh, seven more games against each other this season. That's another thing that really helps, really helps. Uh, as the Cardinals and the Brewers, you know, are fighting for that central seven games against each other. The Phillies don't play either. You know, it's a, someone's got to lose those games. You know, and the, the Phillies, as long as they win, can gain games on people. So that is huge. And one of those series starts tomorrow. Cardinals, Brewers, tomorrow night starting in St. Louis. That is a massive series to keep an eye on. I think as Phillies fans, we should be rooting for the Cardinals. Because I think they're better than the Brewers. And ultimately, all I care about is one of these two teams falling out of it. That's all that matters. One of the two's got to fall out. Let's just get in the playoffs. We're about the Padres. We're about the, all the other stuff later. We're about who we're playing. Don't care. Get in the playoffs. Easiest way to do that, 
I think is the Brewers. I think. And again, you have tiebreaker for all of them, so that helps. But I think we're rooting for the Cardinals. If nothing else, uh, we're rooting for a sweep. It starts with the Cardinals out in front. You want the Cardinals to sweep the Brewers this weekend. Just let the Cardinals get their games and let's take a lead on the Brewers. doesn't matter who we're beating. Beat one of those two teams. Either way, that is a massive series this weekend to keep an eye on for the Phillies. Is obviously the um, stakes and impact are massive. As again, the Phillies, you know, right there, man. 62-48, and 48, this Phillies team. It is... It is so unexpected and so exciting. So exciting for the Phillies. Maybe tomorrow we'll do a little schedule comparison um, between the the Brewers, the Cardinals, the Padres, and the Phillies. Really take a look at kind of how it shakes out. We know the Phillies have an easy schedule down the stretch. We know the Cardinals have an easy schedule down the stretch. Should be interesting to see how that shakes out. All right, it's been a schedule. One more against the Marlins. The Phillies have a chance to sweep again, coming off a sweep of the Washington Nationals. Coming off prior to that, a four-game sweep in Pittsburgh with a two-game series against Atlanta in there. So they've had a four-game sweep, split two, four-game sweep, and now they are a game away from a three-game sweep. Kyle Gibson, Gibby, going up against Edward Cabrera. Gibby, of course, coming off his best start of the season, best start as a Philly. Um, going up against Cabrera, who is really good, like a nasty young pitcher for the Marlins, has looked good, um, was injured for a little while, was back. His last start was very good, so... Um, not a not an easy uh, opponent by any means, but certainly someone Gibby can handle. Gibby can handle it. Gibby. So one of five a day, and then obviously, um, just like we talked about with that Brewers Cardinals series being so massive, Phillies don't get any breaks this weekend as they have a massive series in New York against the Mets. As like we talked about yesterday, we will get Suarez, Nola, and Wheeler on the hill for the Phillies, but they will also have Degrom and Scherzer and Bassett, so they will have their best pitchers versus our best pitchers. So. What a series coming up. That's going to be awesome. Let's go. Phillies, Mets in New York meaning something. This is exciting stuff. So I can't wait for that. And, of course, today, Gibby, let's get it done. Let's sweep the minds make it happen. Regardless, whatever happens, we'll be back to react to it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 